Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. And welcome to the Emanuel Cherry Show. We're live here in lovely Seattle. Well, kind of lovely Seattle. It actually is a beautiful day outside. The wind feels so good. It's always lovely, Seattle. <laughs> yeah, it is really gorgeous. In fact, when I was coming... Even when the weather is a it's bit true. iffy, it's still lovely. It is it's true. It's a beautiful place. It really is a gorgeous place. When I was walking into the, the building where the studio is, and I'm so blessed I get to come to this really gorgeous studio, you know, once a week with this tutorial view of South Bellevue. It's really quite stunning. And, and we get to see Seattle and the Olympics and it's Space gorgeous. Needle and all that Yeah, it's stuff, really so. gorgeous. How lucky are we? And... Um, and uh, I don't know. I lost my train of thought for a moment. And all the flowers that are planted outside of the building are mm-hmm. gorgeous. Yeah, they're, they're in bloom now, which oh. is great. Yeah. Oh. Smells well, good. It does smell good, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It smells fantastic. So one of the lovely things I get to do here on the show is interview people from around the world, although my guest is right here, um, very close to... Actually, she lives in your neck of the woods. She's down uh, in the Gig Harbor area. I'm in she Tacoma, is. so, you know, we're, She's we're neighbors. Yeah. Right. And so she knows exactly what we're talking about, about how, the beauty of the Northwest. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I get the honor and the privilege of interviewing again for the second time, Dorothea Hoover Kramer. She is... Is a founding elder of Healing Touch and the author of, I think, nine books now. Um, her latest book, um, published by Sounds True, Healing Touch, Essential Energy Medicine for Yourself and Others. And I interviewed you, Dorothea, I think it was um, in the spring, right before my book came out. Right. And I hadn't even seen a final copy of the book, you know, like the manuscript. And, mm-hmm. and before we went live, you said to me, and really, I couldn't talk after that. It was really hard. But you go, I'm holding a copy of your book. And Sounds True has asked me to endorse your book. And I really was speechless at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> and so I completely lost my train of thought for probably the good first, te- first 15 minutes of the show because I had <laughs> no idea. <laughs> So I'm thrilled and grateful that your endorsement graces um, the back cover of the book. It's really beautiful. So thank you Uh again for such a lovely endorsement. Um, Dorothea Hoover-Kramer, as I said before, founding elder of Healing Touch. She co-founded the International Association for Comprehensive Energy Psychology and is the author of eight other books, including Second Chance at Your Dream, Energy Psychology Press 2009, and the textbook for practitioners Healing Touch Guidebook. She's a professional psychotherapist and director of behavioral health consultants in Port Angeles, Washington. So thank you so much for coming back on the show. Oh, it's my pleasure, Marie. So you have, um, you're going to be a keynote speaker for Healing Touch um, at a program that's coming up this year. Healing Touch program is having their annual conference in San Antonio, Texas, uh, beginning of August, and I will be one of the keynote speakers, yes. How exciting. They're so lucky to have you. (laughs) Well, I'm excited to be there. The actual conference is Friday, uh, August 3rd through the 6th. August oh, 6th. nice. So Lovely. I encourage Any... your readers to know about it oh. and uh, maybe visit their website, HealingTouchProgram.com. And Healing Touch has um, gained a, a, an amazing honor, um, the first ever 
um, healing modality, hands-on healing modality in the world to get national accreditation in the United States. Right. Amazing. Profoundly, uh, what a huge and wonderful honor for the organization. It, it was a lot of hard work, and they're, <laughs> of course, still working very hard to maintain that honor. And uh, it gives uh, uh, definitely our certified practitioners uh, a sense of uh, honor and validation, and I think that's very important because uh, there are many healing modalities now, and some of them are are kind of quick and rough and ready, and some of them are more oriented toward their leader, whereas Healing Touch has stood the test of time. It's been around for 22 years now, and it is still growing, and um, wonderful interventions to practice with your loved ones and friends. Oh, I, I so agree. I, I'm very blessed to have several Healing Touch practitioners who've graduated through the programs as mentoring students of mine, and mm-hmm. I find them to be professional, um, skilled, knowledgeable, and um, very progressive in their growth. And they're just yeah. lovely people. And, and so when I'm reading your book again, um, one of the things that I loved is how you have actual pictures and descriptions of hand placements. Yes. Right. And um, and you kind of, you have this, uh, I'm looking for my terminology here, but you have hands on and hands off, you know, two different, I think this is part of the main aspect of healing touch is how to work in the field. Right. And then how to work directly on an area. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when you, when you work in the field, it's almost like doing a scan in a way you're doing an energetic scan of the body through the auric field. And exactly. So the scan may be done in several layers of the human energy field. Um, and it may, may determine whether there are areas of pain or areas of congestion. Mm. Uh, then the work with the hands still in the field may be to smooth congested areas or to facilitate flow of energy, uh, to increase relaxation or relief of pain. And then we might work specifically with an area with uh, the hands or the fingers uh, to a specific area. And then we might also use a light touch, light hands-on touch. Mm. So all three of those possibilities exist in the modalities that are illustrated in the book. Mm, Yeah, it's really beautiful. I I love even the stories that you have in the book as well. And you have a whole section too on what's called the chakra rotation. And and you say that you work this with your clients, you do it with them and start get the you start to move your hips and get the body's energy centers spinning. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that your patients really, well, you like it too, I'm sure. It's yes, nice. well, I always feel it's important for the healer to be um, energetically as balanced as possible. So movement, uh, working with the individual chakra centers, working with the energy field as a whole, movement upwards usually brings that increased sense of energy, mm-hmm. whereas movement downwards seems to bring relaxation, mm. relief of pain. Oh, fascinating. Oh, fascinating. Mm -hmm. That's very fascinating. Yeah, I agree. I I have an eye on my root chakra, 
even when I'm not working, but in particular when I'm working with a client, I'm always looking at it. Is it spinning? What color is it? Is it vibrant? Is it, yeah. is it moving in my body well? And those days where it's not, I'm a little, little perplexed, like, oh, it's kind of gray. Not super happy what's going on. <laughs> I'm going to need to meditate and take a better nap. You know? <laughs> but yeah, I think having awareness of our energy system uh, is, is key. And it's especially important in these times of rapid change. You know, so much in our world is changing right now, not just the climate, but but, uh, social, political change is all around us. And I think we need a lot of opportunities for balancing ourselves, and that's why I wrote the book, to make this available to the public, you know, that we can readily rebalance our systems even when there is some disturbance from the outside or or when there are internal difficulties that we can at least relieve some of that tension and seek the appropriate help as needed. Oh, yeah. Beautifully well said. And I definitely got that from the book, especially mm. with your gorgeous stories, you know, how we can we need to be centered. And even with the hands on and hands on um, it, and the hands off, I think it was I believe is the relaxation part, helping that person to come back to the present moment. Yeah, you know, to re- and and helping them to to really sense that they are in charge of their own energies. You know that this is not controlled by outside forces. This is from within us. We may not be able to change other people or the world around us, but we can certainly change our internal climate. Oh, I I couldn't agree more. It's a very empowering perspective when you start to have that internal awareness and realize mm-hmm. that no one's really chasing you down the street trying to make your life miserable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which we tend, you know, we tend to feel from time to time. In the book, you also break down into different age groups where healing touch could be effective and even some um, possible uh, techniques, which I love. And, and one of my favorite stories in the book is about a man who was about midlife crisis. I think a lot of us could relate to that. And he was going through a difficult time and he was with a practitioner. And I believe they used the shocker rotation uh, exercise. And he actually got a message from his deceased father, right? You know, during the experience that, that gave him the answer that he needed. Mm-hmm. Often people do step into transpersonal experiences because the relaxation is so deep, and they're disconnected from their immediate worries or pain. I have a client right now who had a terrible fall into his boat and hit his head. Uh, broke um, the orbit of the eye, a number of his cheekbones, head, uh, several cervical spines, and so on, all around the head, though. And uh, I've worked with him twice now, and I just find that the deep relaxation is so empowering to him. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously his brain got a tremendous knock with that accident, but what's happening now is not only that he has relief of pain, but he's actually starting to think about how he can pass on these gifts to other people because he has received so much from just the two interventions I've done. Wow. And and, uh, that's just amazing to me, you know, a man Mm -hmm. who never really thought about self-care or how to help others is now thinking about how to bring this kind of modality in his in the hands of understandings. Of course, I gave him a copy of the book, and he <laughs> is uh, 
reading it voraciously. <laughs> so that's helping also, you know, to understand sure. if there's some science behind this. This is not just airy-fairy stuff. Right. There is a lot of research that is now being done, and in fact, we are able to see what's happening at the microscopic uh, nanoparticle levels with our cellular structures and our cellular interactions when um, a caring intervention from a focused person uh, takes place right. uh, to an injured body or field. Right, absolutely. And, and so that's part of Healing Touch, too, is is helping the practitioner to have a really great intention and to be at peace. You mention that over and over again in the book as you tell the story, the practitioner you know, who's referenced um, in, in, with the patient or the client that they're working with, you know, exactly what they were thinking and what they were feeling. And when the patient left, how they you know, return back to center, wishing whatever's in the highest good for all involved. I think that's a profound thing and not something that we often hear in modality work, something that I firmly believe in. I always tell people when I approach a body, I approach it as whole and completely well, Mm. regardless of what dis-ease, emotional, physical that's showing up in my mind, in my heart, in my soul. To me, it's perfect. See See the wholeness of the person. Yeah, right. And uh, allow that wholeness to recreate itself. The body has such tremendous capacities for self-help, as do the emotions, as do the mind, as does the free human spirit. All of these systems uh, that we sometimes separate in current Western medicine practices, all these systems are interactive and communicating with each other and the emotions affect the body, the body affects the emotions, uh, our thinking patterns affect all of our connection to spirit and uh, to our being here on this planet and how we can best serve. Beautifully said, Gor- gorgeous said. Uh, also in the book, you talk about um, th- that you can use these techniques, which I believe in and I found lovely, but it was so fun to read it in the book, mm-hmm. even on areas of your life, like finding a life partner, you know, that that using, you know, learning to be present, to know yourself well, to use these techniques to help your body be centered allows you to be more successful in any area of your life. Exactly. And it's very important to remember people don't have to believe anything to receive feeling touch. There's right. no requirement other than to um, relax and enjoy. <laughs> so uh, we don't we don't say you've got to believe this or you've got to have this uh, kind of insight. It's just that willingness to receive that is necessary. And of course, on the part of the practitioner, the willingness to allow the bountiful energy from the universal energy field to come through them, through their heart, to their hands, and out in the forms of movements that we've described. I'm so, so pleased. Um, A metaphor we might think of is that out in the universe around us, as we see in nature and the beauty of the spring, the summer, is maybe 50,000 volts of energy. Mm. And To bring it to the human level, we might need to be kind of a filter or or step-down transformer so that we can bring the the five volts or the five um, hertz that are required for the person in need. So Mm. it's it's like the facilitator in no way diminishes uh, his or her own field 
the facilitator really receives all the time as well. I know that's the benefit. You know, when I look at people, anyone who's really doing their passion, you know, who's really happy and content. Yeah. And, and of course, I know mostly people who feel that way that are in the healing arts, because um, kind of who I hang out with, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> well, and, sometimes it's kind of hidden and people don't <laughs> acknowledge that they're really doing spiritual work when they're involved in, sur- say, surgical true. suites or that's true. Uh, some of the hard uh, core uh, medicine true. things. But, but seeing my client with a terrible head injury I'm so thankful that we have Western medicine to repair this kind of severe trauma. Oh, completely. But then more is needed. You know, it Mm -hmm. seems like beyond what what we can currently do with our Western medical knowledge, we need that energy balancing so that the right and left hemisphere of the brain can come back into harmony, something that would be disrupted with most head injuries. Right. And so that we can begin to regenerate the um, life, uh, essence of life, force that is within the person. I think that's why, you know, you don't have to believe in it or in your intellectual mind. It doesn't have to be proven, although energy medicine has been proven on many realms for long periods of time, even through uh, science. And, yeah. and it's it's amazing. But because we can have patients in hospital, you know, treated by practitioners or nurses or those who have learned healing touch, mm-hmm. and, and they have a felt experience where maybe they've been in the hospital for a week, maybe they haven't been doing very well, even though nothing, you know, drastically is showing up, but they can't leave yet because their body's not healing appropriately. Um, and they get a healing touch session and everything changes. Yeah. Their body's healing speeds up, you know, their enthusiasm, their spirit kind of comes back online. And yeah, the joy of living. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's fascinating. We have a caller um, on the air who's asking a question about healing. Wonderful. Great. So who do we have, Eric? Let's talk to Emily in San Francisco. Hi, Emily. How are you? Hi, Marie and Dorothea. I'm well. How are you? Lovely. How are you, Dorothea? Yes, breathing deeply. <laughs> you have a well, question. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm fascinated by this conversation, and it seems like perfect timing for the question I've been thinking about. Um, I had surgery last week to remove a large ovarian cyst on mm. the left side, and so I've been thinking, obviously, a great deal about my healing process, and I feel quite good physically. I think I'm healing, you know, perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I am thinking a lot about what are the emotional components to this, and I'm I'm very interested in the concept of healing touch, and so I'm just kind of looking for some information there. And I'm also kind of curious if you have a sense, because I'm normally a very physically active person, when it's safe for me to start picking up my exercise again. Hmm. Well, uh, I'll answer some of your question and let Marie pick up on her intuitive sense about your resuming exercise. Um, As you mentioned, the surgical intervention is successful and the physical body is healing. Energetically, of course, that ovary is still uh, in your energy system. And so even just gentle smoothing of the area where the surgery took place or where the organ was removed may, may feel comforting to you. Uh, I would certainly encourage a lot of tuning into the body, asking your body, what's right for me at this time? Extra fluids, perhaps, uh, possibly more vitamin support, uh, gentle movements, um, uh, really respecting the body's own pace. 
what happens a great deal in our busy world, and I've been to San Francisco enough to know it's a whirlwind over there, mm-hmm. um, is that we, we just sort of think, well, well, I better be over this and step forth. And in fact, we may need to back off quite a bit to really connect with the body. For some reason, your body needed this intervention, the surgical intervention, so it's uh, talking to you. It's telling you um, maybe this is a time to slow down or time to uh, take extra care, time to get to know parts of yourself that you might not otherwise pay attention to. Um, I mentioned earlier how many times people do move into transpersonal domains to begin to sense some connection to their own soul being and the subtle energies beyond uh, the physical that we are so focused on in our busy worlds, so that this may be a very, very helpful time of meditation and going deeper, Emily. So I encourage you to honor your body and, and its own healing process. Yeah, gorgeous. That's just Thank you so much. And, and so appropriate for the second chakra, which is how I see where the ovaries sit in the you know reproductive organs there. And that vortex is all about passion, you know, happiness, joy, fulfillment in key areas of human existence like career, money, mm-hmm. intimate partnership, close personal friends, and creativity. And it also happens to be a place where women tend, not all women, but you know, as a generalization, tend to store their anger and their frustration. Mm-hmm. And and when it builds up in the pelvic cavity, it can affect internal organs. And after a while, even not in your case, Emily, but after a while, if the anger really builds, then we get to see Chinese medicine's perspective. It then moves into the liver and starts to affect the liver. But women, you know, we've been taught a lot of women, although you're quite young or younger, um, that uh, that you know, younger women are have more freedom about anger. But um, many generations, women have been taught not to be angry. That was unattractive. Mm-hmm. You know, we're the peacekeepers. We keep everybody happy, and you know, and, and we counsel our family, and you know, that's kind of our role. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely everything that Dorothea said, perfect, beautiful, gorgeous. Uh, and I would wait on the exercise because when I look at you exercising, you're competitive with your exercise. <laughs> yeah. Which is lovely. It keeps you very healthy and fit. That's why you're recovering so quickly because otherwise you're healthy. And when I look at you a little bit of, um, low blood sugar when I'm in your pancreas, you know, so mm-hmm. I, I would look at increasing your protein or, you know, eating not a lot of carbs or whatever you feel is effective for you. That's going to help your blood sugar to stay more maintained. Um, but I, I would, um, I would kind of Drop in there, like Dorothea said, ask questions, because that's really a, a highly psychic area is the second chakra, because it's where your emotions are for yourself, mm-hmm. and you're highly empathic, so you tend to know what other people are feeling, but I would definitely check in on your emotions, and if you're mad about something, talk to a wall or a dog, a tree, you know, get it out of your body so that that anger doesn't fester in the pelvic cavity. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm. This has really been very helpful. Oh, and I wanted to say to Marie, I read your book and I wanted to congratulate you and thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. It was a lot of fun to write. I hopefully I'll, I'll write as many as Dorothea someday. She's way ahead of me. <laughs> I hope so. Way ahead of me. Many good wishes for healing, Emily. Oh, thank you. Healing so much. in all dimensions. Oh, yes. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Emily. Have a gorgeous day in San Francisco. You too. Thanks. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you, Dorothea. You are lovely, wonderful advice. Just fantastic. And we're going to take a break here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show. If you want to give us a call, Eric, what phone number can people use? They can call in at 425-373-5527. Again, that's 425-373-5527. And we'll give you the toll-free right after the break. Stay tuned. Wonderful. We'll be right back with Dorothea Hoover-Kramer. Are you looking for the best skincare treatment in the Pacific Northwest? Sick of regular spa facials that don't address the problems you seek to correct? Dermaspace, home of the iDerm Facial Treatment, was recently voted Best Facial in Western Washington for 2011 by King 5 Evening Magazine viewers. A frequent guest of the Marie Manucheri Show, Jody Leon has brought one of Hollywood's best kept skincare secrets to the Pacific Northwest. This is skin detox at its best. Cleanse, hydrate, rejuvenate. Perfect for men and women of all ages who wish to address problem skin in addition to its amazing anti-aging benefits. It's physical therapy for your skin. The Iderm Facial Treatment has been used by A-list celebrities and clientele of all walks of life for over 70 years. Jody Leon, skin guru and owner of Dermaspace, is proud to be the only licensed esthetician certified to perform the Iderm Facial Treatment in the Pacific Northwest. For more information and to book online, visit Dermaspace.com. That's Dermaspace.com. Or call 206-849-6620. Tune in to Manson Mitchell at our new times. Friday mornings at 10 and back by popular demand. Saturdays at 11 a.m. Weekday or weekend, the A-Team of Alternative Talk brings you good gab and great guests. We make talk radio fun again with topics from pop culture to the paranormal with a little politics on the side. That's Manson Mitchell, now Friday at 10 a.m. and back on Saturday morning at 11 on Alternative Talk 1150. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerritt to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. Become a Reiki master the weekend of October 5th through October 7th at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You will learn to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants. Marie will be your instructor, guiding you with her own symbolic sight and providing constructive feedback. Take this opportunity to fulfill your dreams of becoming your very own certified Reiki master. You will receive attunements that allow you to practice Reiki at the master level and information on the laws that govern professional practice in Washington State. Enrollment is limited. Please call 425-825-5671 or visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, for more details. Tell your friends the place to be is Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. And welcome back to the Marine Menu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. And of course, we're live on the web as well. You can go to energyintuitive.com and click the radio show page and click the listen live button. Or you can go to 1150kknw.com and listen live there as well. 
Very nice. So I love that because we get to be heard all over the, the world, actually. It's kind of fascinating and interesting for us. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. That's why we can thing. have people calling in from San Francisco, for instance. <laughs> exactly. You know? yeah. I, I was just there not too long ago. I ate dinner with my daughter downtown San Francisco after I taught um, in Mountain View. Lovely people. I had a wonderful time. and Great I, place to visit. Wonderful. I'll be returning next spring um, teaching again. And then here in Seattle, if you happen to live here in the lovely Northwest, I will be at the East West Bookshop on June 22nd, 730 to 9 p.m. And I'm going to be teaching a class on spirit guides, how to communicate with them. So that will be really exciting. And then I'm heading um, to Boston in uh, September, which is really fun. And I will be there giving a book talk. You can find that all on my website and teaching at Squam in New Hampshire. So that's exciting. And it looks like I'm heading to just outside of Phoenix in August. So I'll I'll let you know the details as I know them as they come up, and I look forward to meeting you at book talks and workshops. I'll be teaching a workshop there as well, just finding the signing the dotted line before I can actually uh, give full disclosure of the location and all of that good stuff. So today, I'm blessed and feel very fortunate to be interviewing Dorothea Hoover-Kramer. She is the founding elder, or a founding elder of Healing Touch, and she's also the author of nine books, including her most recent, published by Sounds True, Healing Touch, Essential Energy Medicine for Yourself and Others. Beautiful. Welcome back to the show, Dorothea. Thank you. Yeah, Glad lovely. To be here. Oh, so in that once, you know, you have multiple stories, which I think are so fun for people to get in, an experience of what it was like for a practitioner and for mm-hmm. a client. And in that story that I briefly mentioned about this man who was in his midlife crisis and he had a visitation, you, how did you describe that again? A trans... Transpersonal. In other words, beyond the personal, the domain... It extends beyond the personal. It's a little bit different from what we would call religious aspect in that it's a spiritual experience that's unique to each person. Ah. So it's a transpersonal domain. Is that domain that's beyond ourselves, um, connecting to the greater world, uh, higher power, um, if uh, people prefer personal concept, but uh, definitely connecting to those resources that are beyond the personal self. And we're all in some way connected uh, to uh, that human experience, that thread of human experience that's repeated throughout history. Oh, I completely agree with you. And I Mm -hmm. do believe energy medicine allows that to happen more frequently for individuals. Right. And, right. and, and, And in this case, this gentleman had a full visit from his deceased father while he was having a session, and his father encouraged him to go back to school and even encouraged him an area of interest. And when he, you know, finished, when the session was finished, he was just stoked and grateful and felt like he was back on his path. <laughs> and, and and that he had connected with his father oh. 10 years after his father's death. Oh. Um, and they didn't part on terribly good terms. So So the whole thing was a blessing. And I've seen that many times in the healing sessions that people do access parts of themselves that maybe were hidden (laughs) or that they didn't know about. And yes. and it's uh, sometimes they think, oh my goodness, somebody will think I'm uh, I've gone crazy. But <laughs> no, this is very real. You know, our brains are capable of so much more. The human mind is vast, and we only use a little bit of what we really have, uh, oh. our capacities. What so is- when when you think of what poets and musicians uh, write about, it's it's that capacity to go beyond ourselves mm. and uh, our finite 
minds to the greater uh, transpersonal domain. Mm, Oh, that is just beautiful and so well said. I have a funny story where a client came to see me. I think it was her very first visit, and we were chatting in my living room before we would go into my office to do work, as I always do. And the first thing she said to me is, if my parents come, I don't want to talk to them. (laughs) And that was the first time I'd ever had someone request that I not pass on any messages. (laughs) And I was like, okay, sure, fine. I I won't bring it up or whatever. (laughs) So we're in the session and sure enough, you know, they're both there, of course. And I I just let her know um, they're here, but you know, I, I won't be chatting it up with them. And she said, fine. And then like the last 20 minutes of the session, she goes, okay, I, I do want to hear what they have to say. And I told her and she cried the entire time and, and enjoyed the experience immensely. I think a lot happens, too, when you're on the other side where you are more in this beautiful state that you talk about with Healing Touch where you get relaxed. And yeah. you're more connected with yourself when you don't have to pay a mortgage or go to the bathroom or eat food. Mm-hmm. And you can be more loving even to the people that you care about, just like the story of the gentleman that's in your book. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's lovely. So, Eric, we have a question that was written in to the website. Um, do you mind reading it on the air, please? Absolutely. Can do. But uh, I do want to p- give people out that uh, toll-free number that I mentioned before the break. If you want to call into the show today live, you can at 877-825-8828. Again, one more time, 877-825-8828. Now, a question from a listener who uh, emailed you. Uh, this one comes from Nanissa. Hopefully I said your name right, Nanissa. (laughs) Um, Dear Marie, I know that my partner is highly intuitive, but she blocks it. She was diagnosed with fibro about five years ago. Sometimes she can't get out of bed for days. Other times, she's fine. Usually she gets sick when bad stuff is happening in her environment. I'm just learning about energy, and I believe she and I can work together to help her feel better. I know she is taking in other people's energy and not letting it flow. Any tips would be super appreciated. I've been listening to your archive shows, and something tells me I'm supposed to reach out to you. So go ahead, Dorothea, please. Yes, do we have a name for this person? It was Nanissa. Nanissa. Nanissa, I would just say, um, first of all, I honor your spirit in wanting to help your friend. That is so beautiful. And it is exactly that wish to help others that motivates healing touch practice. It's, it's, we see another person in need, and we need to first, though, honor our own being. So I would very much encourage you to look at some of the centering exercises, some of the self-care uh, advice that I have in the book, because that self-care to you is so essential in being able to facilitate something for your friend. So I would start there with a real honoring of your own spirit, your own uh, lovely compassion for your friend. And then I would encourage you to, with some of the suggestions in the book, maybe smooth the energy field, especially areas where they maybe may feel bumpy or cold or somehow a little bit uh, erratic, and uh, help your friend to feel her own center, her own inner healing process, because ultimately all healing is self-healing. So your friend needs to have that sense of her own center, which you may be able to communicate to her when you do your own inner work and meditation 
in self-care. Mm. So I want to encourage you to practice that and share it with your friend. My personal experience with fibromyalgia is that the more the person can move, even if they don't feel like moving, the better off they will be. So movement would be very helpful, even if it's just to get up and walk, um, crossing over, right hand on the left knee, left hand on the right knee. It's an energetic exercise that allows movement. And it can be done in bed, it can be done sitting up, it can be walking through the house, it can be done walking slowly out of doors. But that kind of movement will establish a rhythm of balance that may be very helpful. I also want to share a personal story. I just went on Please. a seven-mile hike yesterday wow. in the Pacific Northwest, which is beautiful, as Marie <laughs> says so often. And I realized as I was walking that um, everyone walking with me had two sticks. And so I asked, uh, how come you're using two sticks? I only use one because I have uh, a knee problem and a hip replacement. And they said, oh, we have fibromyalgia. Wow. Now, these ladies, uh, and they're all over 60, did uh, seven miles without complaint, without pain, Wow! with the joy of moving. And they've been doing this every other week for several years. So I want to encourage your friend to move. That is the single best way to begin. And may need to begin slowly, but it is a very uh, helpful way to move beyond the fibromyalgia symptoms. Wow. Beautiful and beautiful. Well said. Um, it, when I look at autoimmune disorders, uh, for me, it's the solar plexus, the third chakra. And, and when I look at this particular woman um, who's having the health issues, I, I see that she's incredibly self-critical. And, mm -hmm. I, and I think that represses the immune system significantly, mm -hmm. you know, when you're hard on yourself. And the mental plane or the third layer of the aura um, that Healing Touch loves to work in so well um, you, I love how you guys balance the org field with the body's energy centers. I think it's fabulous. Mm -hmm. um, that also, you know, talks up a storm with the third chakra because they have a, a very lovely connection, and, and and I think it can affect the immune system deplete it so su significantly. So maybe perhaps even you know when she's really hard on herself, she might even know an increase, recognize an increase in her symptoms, and that would be a great opportunity for her to be kind and loving or do some of the healing touch techniques in her own body. Cause I think that's a loving thing to do to oneself. Yeah. You know, it's to do self care is an act of love. You mm -hmm. know, it's just beautiful. Wonder. I loved your story about the hiking. Cool. Yes. Yes. I was so, so impressed, you know, and, and they said, well, sometimes they didn't feel like moving, but they had found that moving was the single best thing that helped their fibromyalgia symptoms. And so now many of them, of these hikers are having very mild symptoms instead of these huge flare-ups that render them uh, bedridden. So it's very, very important to start with simple movement and then gently increase and then increase, as you say, strengthening especially the um, solar plexus chakra, which is a chakra of, of will and clear thinking, mm. and moving so to help the immune system to mm -hmm. move into its optimal functioning. Movement seems to tie in very closely to the immune system. Mm. I've just been reading the Science Magazine. Mm. The most recent issue is all about the immune system wow. and why movement, why exercise actually contributes to 
good health. Wow. You know, so I'm, I'm kind of a lazy person when it comes to exercise. <laughs> I, don't I don't believe that for one I minute. I don't naturally do it. I don't believe that for one moment. <laughs> you are not a lazy person. I mean, I know you said when it comes to movement, but I just don't believe that for one moment. You know what I find fascinating is I've literally had this question on my desk for weeks. Yeah. And I, for what Alyssa keeps going, how about you ask this question this week? You know, and, and it just didn't feel right. And of course, it, the question was asked at the perfect moment, especially after your hiking experience yesterday, too, as well. Mm-hmm. And I love that whole idea of energy, that everything is energy, and that we're meant to answer questions or move forward in our life or take a break by feeling and sensing the energy all around us and not necessarily questioning that need to not do something in the moment mm-hmm. or, or to be hard on ourselves if we're not getting all of our work done when we're meant to because there's a better timing, a better opportunity, and I can't think of a better moment than today for, for Eric to read that question on the air. Yeah, so it's perfect. just perfect, wonderful, mm-hmm. wonderful. So we're going to go to the phone lines now, and Eric, who do we have? Let's talk to Kathleen in Seattle. Kathleen in Seattle, wow. Hi. Hi, Kathleen. Hi, How Maria are you? and Dorothea. Hello. Um, uh, I'm um, just uh, asking for any guidance or feedback you might have um, for me. I um, have uh, trouble with both my right and left hands and wrists. Um, It's much worse with my right. Um, I um, and specifically, I've got tendonitis in my right wrist, but mm. I'm getting it in my left. I, um, and this has been going on for a long time, and uh, I uh, did break my right wrist uh, mm-hmm. several years ago. Um, I have a plate in the right wrist, mm. and uh, I have splints that were, you know, molded to me. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll, I'll, I go through times of wearing them, and then it seems that this, I don't know if this is true or not, that they make it worse. Mm. And so anyway, there it there it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Dorothea, do you have a, some suggestions for her? Well, right offhand, it seems like, if we think of the hands and arms and hands, extensions of the heart center. Mm. So uh, it seems like it would be very valuable to connect with the heart center as often as possible. Uh, there's some suggestions in the Healing Touch book that you might find helpful for the heart chakra. It might be uh, accepting yourself and others readily. Wow. And enjoying more of the fullness of who you really are. Um, with tendonitis, uh, this is one time you wouldn't want to add a lot of movement in the actual painful area, but you might very much be able to direct your consciousness, even just your consciousness, to the painful areas. Um, let them see like your inner light focusing there, uh, bringing some um, added healing capacities to those areas. And you might also find working with a healing touch practitioner Mm -hmm. helpful to relieve some of that congestion, energetic congestion that's in that area. Um, In healing touch, of course, we're careful to note that some... uh, 
that dysfunctions uh, don't relieve readily with energy modalities, and this is where a combination of techniques might help, such as physical therapy, uh, possibly um, neurological evaluation, is there actually something going on neurologically, and so forth. But certainly on the self-help capacity, you can work with your own intention toward those painful areas and your own intention toward goodwill toward self, uh, the body, and uh, forgiveness and acceptance are uh, just part of that work of the heart chakra. That is just gorgeous. You know, what's so fascinating, too, is that the wrists and the ankles both, they are about us allowing the universe to help us in, mm. in our life. And, you know, that heart chakra is such a profound universal love perception, mm-hmm. right? It's just, it's really about being um, as vulnerable as possible, which can be kind of scary and uncomfortable, but allows us to really be open, like that open extension that you mm-hmm. said so beautifully. And when people have problems with their joints or bones, and I've broken both of my wrists actually in my life and uh, a few toes on top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and those of us who tend to go towards the bones and the joints, we tend to be a little stubborn. Um, and so it's it's important that sometimes I think stubborn people, myself included, if we pay attention to that place that feels irritating or annoying or frustrating, we have that kind of grr mm-hmm. energy about. And if we recognize that that whatever's behind the the reaction, the immediate reaction is actually freedom and mm. wisdom and profound knowingness. Um, then I then the that stubbornness actually serves us as a as a highlighter to mm-hmm. things that are really more available to us. So I, I would spend. I mean, this might be kind of fun as you're falling off to sleep at night, Kathleen. Perhaps repeat out loud or silently. You know, every day in every way, I allow myself to be open to universal love and happiness. Mm. You know, I think that would be lovely. You, you know that you deserve that, like everybody else on the planet. You deserve to have that in your life. And I, I love to say mantras as I'm falling asleep because yes, yes. It, you know, affects the subconscious too, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or at least I like to hope that it does. <laughs> so that's what I would recommend. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, how can uh, I find out about um, uh, the, the uh, energy healers or, or get a recommendation? I, I'm... I, I'm very ignorant on that. <laughs> well, uh, again, I can uh, yes, just, uh, regarding healing touch, yeah. there are a number of very qualified and mm-hmm. certified practitioners uh, right in Seattle. Yeah, I w- uh, but and okay. you can access that online. Okay. It's uh, healingtouchprogram.com and just click on uh, providers. Okay. And uh, I think it will give you a listing by zip codes. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that gorgeous? Isn't that lovely? And, of course, on my website under the contact page, my second-year mentoring um, student graduates, they are listed um, with connections to their uh, websites as well. Hmm. So, you know, luckily for us, we have, you know, you live in a really... going here. Yeah. (laughs) And Healing Touch is really a a profound um, organization. I I really love their professionalism, too. So Mm -hmm. you'll be happy, I'm sure. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Have Kathleen. a great day. Okay. Yeah. Good Thank wishes you. to you. Bye. Bye.
Oh, that's lovely. We're going to take another break here on the Remenu Cherry Show. I'm having the privilege and the honor of speaking live with Dorothea Hoover-Kramer. She is a founding elder of Healing Touch and the author of her latest book, because she has nine. Um, You can tell I'm getting a little competitive with you, Dorothea. No, I'm just kidding, (laughs) of course. (laughs) Healing Touch, essential energy medicine for yourself and others. And we'll be right back. Are you looking for the best skincare treatment in the Pacific Northwest? Sick of regular spa facials that don't address the problems you seek to correct? Dermaspace, home of the iDerm Facial Treatment, was recently voted Best Facial in Western Washington for 2011 by King 5 Evening Magazine viewers. A frequent guest of the Marie Manucherry Show, Jody Leon has brought one of Hollywood's best-kept skincare secrets to the Pacific Northwest. This is skin detox at its best. Cleanse, hydrate, rejuvenate. Perfect for men and women of all ages who wish to address problem skin in addition to its amazing anti-aging benefits. It's physical therapy for your skin. The Iderm Facial Treatment has been used by A-list celebrities and clientele of all walks of life for over 70 years. Jody Leon, skin guru and owner of Dermaspace, is proud to be the only licensed esthetician certified to perform the Iderm Facial Treatment in the Pacific Northwest. For more information and to book online, visit Dermaspace.com. That's Dermaspace.com. Or call 206-849-6620. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Do you live on the East Coast or have the desire to travel there in the near future? Marie will be headed your way in September to teach at Squam in New Hampshire. What is Squam, you ask? Squam retreats bring great people together at a beautiful venue to focus on creativity and self-expression. This fall, Marie will be teaching two workshops on intuition and creativity. Come join Marie at Squam, September 12th through 16th. For more information, please visit squamartworkshops.com. Spread the word. You don't have to settle for the usual talk radio. Now there's Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle, and of course, it's my honor to have Dorothea Hoover-Kramer here in the house, even though she's not really in the station with me. She's on the phone calling from Port Angeles, close to where Eric lives, way out there on the South well, End. Well, you you said she was in Gig Harbor I before, know. but... Uh, I know. Yeah, so that's close to me, but Port Angeles is actually, of oh. course, up on the peninsula. See, she's, you know, she's closer to Victoria than so she is to me. I am so bad at the geographical things. I'm like, <laughs> that's why I usually try not to say anything. But that's a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful area. It is a beautiful sure. area out on the peninsula. Yeah, I've been there before. It's Really, I really have. I wasn't just lost. Great place to hike. <laughs> Isn't it? Oh, yeah. gorgeous, gorgeous. You got Olympic National Park there. Fantastic. <sighs> Lovely, gorgeous. So we're going to go back to the phone line. Who do we have, Eric? Let's talk to Terry, calling all the way from Chicago. Lovely. Terry, how are you? Yes, I'm doing okay. How are you? We're great. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Um, You caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting to get on. Um, (laughs) I do have a question, though, about um, some things that have been going on with me over the last few months uh, related to searching for a new career opportunity. Um, And it has uh, been going a little bit more difficultly than I had expected. Um, 
lots of ups and downs and lots of waiting in between. So mm. just curious to see if you see this coming to a close for me soon. Do you want to start, Dorothea? Um, I'm not real expert on in, intuitive work. So, oh, uh, yeah, Marie, I don't believe it. that. But, of course, I'll, I'll go first then and um, can't wait to hear what you have to say because we can use Healing Touch to mm-hmm. create that sure. stability and that transformation that you talked about to help people connect. I, I really think, Terry, that you're not searching in the right area. So so what's happened is there's a disconnect, in my opinion, although you could dis- disagree with anything I say, with who you think you are or what you're capable of and your natural gifts and talents and what you're looking for work-wise. Hmm. And so I think there has to be a realignment um, with that. It's, it's, that's what I believe is happening. Do you think that's true? Do you know what your natural gifts and talents are? Um, I, I would say that that, um, well, I... I I don't necessarily know that I agree with that, and I think it's sort of that balance between being able to take care of myself and my family as right. well. Mm-hmm. So that, that's the fear part, right? That's So here's what's happened. You're, you consciously have reached an area where it's challenging and difficult for you to work in a profession where you're not going to be fed energetically, which is huge and important for all people around the globe. It's very important. And yes, everything you mentioned is also important, but you've reached a state of consciousness where working in a career, even though you may enjoy it somewhat... If it's not super fulfilling, your consciousness isn't allowing it to happen any longer. Your being wants to expand into higher levels of awareness. And and so that's why you're not having a lot of extra help or support, or it may feel like you're not having a lot of help and support energetically, because you need to come to that um, awareness and even, you know, like, wow, this is what I need to ultimately be, be doing in some way, shape, or form, even if you take a job temporarily that's there to put the food on the table but not necessarily feed your soul. And, and, and so that's what I believe has happened is the universe is talking to you because probably on a subconscious level before you came here, you said, hey, if by age so-and-so I haven't figured out my life's dreams and my passion, I really want things to kind of go mucky-muck so that I'll take the time to figure it out. Okay. That's what I think is happening. Hmm. So, so what would you recommend, Dorothea, to help her? I would recommend, as as you suggested, Marie, a lot of self care, time for self insight. You know, it's it's not just about getting career testing or going to job interviews. It's about who am I really? What what can I do best? What do I enjoy? And making somehow uh, peace with a practical job that earns enough money to sustain you and your family, but then also something perhaps done more on a volunteer basis that fulfills your soul. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, I have a friend who went for career counseling. They told her she would make a good aeronautic engineer. Well, she didn't have time to go for that kind of training, but then she said she really loved animals. So she started volunteering in a veteran's office, uh, veterinarian's office, sorry. And at the veterinarian's office, she realized that that was really much more her passion than trying to do things that uh, earned a lot of income. She actually studied to be a vet tech and then was able to move into that uh, and get a very good paying salary. But it took a few years to, to move up to that. In the meantime, she did the veterinarian service uh, on a volunteer basis or on a weekend basis. Yeah, and, I, I think uh, that I'm so... So knowing s- when yeah. 
you sorry Dorothea we're find... running out of time I'm All so right. sorry but so that the was practical yeah. and the spiritual have to come together I agree yeah. thank you so much Terry I'm sorry we're out of time we wish you the best in Chicago and Dorothea much love and blessings to you please go get out please go pick up the book Healing Touch I think you will love it joyful blessings everyone until next week my guest will be Mike Dooley bye bye for now Thank you.